I am Keisha L. Wells. And I am Brittany Brown. And this is the Truth Love Life podcast, where we have open, honest conversations about all things. What I've seen, <coughs> excuse me, from my 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 parents, Brittany's posed a question to me of, "What is love to you, or what does love mean to you?" Is that is that kind of am I right? What, what was it? It was like something about something love. Something like that. Like, what does love look like? What, what does love look like for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I was explaining it to her. So, love for me looks like. Um, first let me, let me, let me give a little background. So my parents, they've been married since 87. And so that puts them this year will be their 33rd year of being married. But I have seen a lot, um, in relations to their relationship income when it comes down to marriage. Okay. Um, but what I seen from them, love was um, my dad being the provider, my dad being the protector, my dad being the one that's ensuring that everybody in the household is good. The other part of love I saw was my mom was the manager of the home. My mom was the at the she had the option to work, which she did. But for the most most of my childhood, my mother was home. Um, taking care of my brother and I before the twins came. Um, the twins didn't come till the end of 1999. So it was just me and my brother for about a good 15 years, 15, 16 years. And then the twins came along. So what I saw with my parents of what love was, was protector, provider, manager, um, and lover love like that's what i that's what i saw what love was and love was very in action and over time when i was in i would say the later teenage years into my 20s mid up to my mid-20s love was very emotional i was so emotionally tired y'all Ooh, child um, it, it was unhealthy and it was kind of sickening, but now that I'm in my thirties, love looks like what love was with my parents, with what, which was in action. So what is in these? I'm definitely not from Missouri. Mm-mm, I'm not from Missouri. I'm from Minnesota, but definitely you got to show me, show me, Amen. show me. Show me. And not only that, it was the love of God that really showed me what love is. And so God has showed me that despite of what you do, daughter, despite of how ugly things can be with you internally, I love you. I love you at your core. Mm. Your core you. And so, being that I've experienced that type of love from God, 
that's the love I expect from my future companion, spouse, husband, however society Divine wants to label partner. him. Divine, yes, destiny partner, okay? Um, we will have that. You know, so I really, I really do see love is in, in, in the action and not necessarily the feeling or the emotion. I do see love as patience. I do see love as kindness. I do see love as the protector. I see love as the manager. I see love as one who will push that person to their next place or push them into whatever they desire to do. Why? Because I know what and who I am designed for to help them get to their next. What about you, Brittany? What about me? Mm-hmm. What do I... What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> what does love um, mean or look like to you? What what perspective? What lens um, is love? How How do you define love? When it comes down to you in relationships. Mm. <laughs> what does love look like for me? Love is doing the work. Okay? Mm. Love it. It's like I see, I understand how we all like have this definition and idea of what love is what it could be what it should be however it's like I want to see what love is outside of that ideal like what are you doing when you're not around me how are you loving me when you're not with me you know Mm -hmm. um, for me love is action mm -hmm. it's feeling and action but more so action like show me that you love me by I don't know like it's it's the work involved because it's not always the good times the good memories um, lovey dovey honeymoon it's real work it's choosing to do right by each other every day and what is right I guess that subjective is whatever it is between you two, but it's doing like, like doing the work. Like mm -hmm. with my clients, I tell them that I don't know what your expectation for therapy may be, but, um, I do want to let you know that if you're expecting me to like say the magic words and then unlock some secret chamber in your mind and you wake up the next day feeling better, it's not that like, mm -hmm. you're going to have to go home. We're going to speak. We are going to um, discuss things. We're going to address things, identify, reflect, confront, challenge. And then the real work happens when you're outside of the session. Mm. What happens when you get home? How mm. are you going to apply what we discussed? Mm -hmm. And I can't make you do that. You do that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of view that same thing with love. Like what happens outside of those good moments? I think that goes along with integrity, mm -hmm. being integral and res actually really respecting that relationship mm -hmm. that you're in. And mm -hmm. back to the integrity, like 
what are you doing and saying when people aren't looking and watching? Mm-hmm. Are you really walking? And actually, how much do you actually respect yourself? I think sometimes people lack the respect for their self and the honor for their respect for themselves. And that's how they end up in these situationships with these folks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to a certain degree, you have to stop being flirtatious. Ugh. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stop being flirtatious with the people you should not be being flirtatious with. The person you should be flirting with or, you know, doing a little batting of your eyes should be the, the person that you're in a relationship with. In in a exclusive relationship. It's we're past the dating phase. We're past the collecting data phase. I'm I'm talking about we are in a relationship and our relationship is moving towards engagement and towards from that engagement marriage. Mm-hmm. And being open and honest during that time. And like I said, integrity. Are you actually being integral? And integrity comes with character. So how good is your character? When nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. Are you and if you want to bust it down even more, is discipline. Mm. Tell the people. Are you that real? Mm. Are you doing what you say you're doing? Come on. Like, that's what it was. Like, bust it down for the peeps. Bust it down. How disciplined are you? Are you able to keep all your stuff intact? Mm -hmm. Or are you just out here giving everybody your goodies? And I'm not just speaking of women. Mm -hmm. Men got goodies. Men got the... Oh, they got the... (laughs) Do that. They got them goods. You can't oh, they got them goods. <laughs> bruh, listen, bruh. You can't be just slanging them goodies all over the place. You know what I mean? They got goodies too. You know, you might say, no, I don't get attached. That's a lie. <laughs> because somewhere along the lines, you 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 are mm, thinking about that person mm-hmm. that you had your last encounter with. Y'all got goods too. Y'all got goods too. And I'm in a place in my life where I want to protect my goods and his goods. Like mm-hmm. I I'm I'm at a place where I, I mean I may play a lot and I talk a lot of trash. But sis is not out here trying to sleep with nobody. Because I do not want to be sexually attached to anyone that I am not married to. That's 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 where I am in my life. And people are like, well, oh, you got these needs, or what do you do when you feel like this? I listen, I handle my business. We just gonna leave it like that. I'd rather not. I like the feeling of being free. I like the feeling of not having to think or worry about catching the STI, STD, uh-huh. whatever you want to call it. pH is intact. Oh, let's talk about the pH, okay? Mm-hmm. Sis is out here balanced, and I'm trying to keep that pH balanced, okay? 
<laughs> we don't talk about that. See, nobody told me when I was young, in my 20s, nobody told me about ensuring that my pH was in balance. <laughs> I didn't really, I didn't learn that till now in like the last year. Understanding the importance of having a balanced pH. And I think that's something um, <laughs> that needs to be talked about. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Listen. <I don't> <laughs> Listen. Okay. Hold on. It needs to be talked about. It needs to be talked Having a balanced pH needs to be talked about and not letting these people with these off breath, oh. bad breath, all this bacteria in their mouth, yeah. allowing them to give you what's the word? Cooties. Which <laughs> 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 we, we try to stay balanced up in here, okay, ladies? Okay, fellas, just make sure that y'all are out here with good, excellent, superb oral hygiene. Not hygiene, period. Because we do not want our pH being thrown off. Because you off. Okay. I mean, if you want to get real personal. My pH is going to get off anyway. I'm sensitive, okay? I'm sens mm. She's a sensitive lady. Mm. So when I change partners, mm. I already know that my body's going to have to adjust. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. mm. So it's like, are you worth that adjustment, mm. that discomfort that it causes, are you worth that? You know, I'm at a place in my life. No. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you are not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry, because it ain't worth it. I work too hard. I've worked too hard to be where I'm at, which is balanced. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've recently even, and I'm not even talking about sexually. I'm just talking about mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I have come too far. I've worked too hard to get to where I'm at to allow anyone to come and take away from me. Mm -hmm. If any point in my in, in my journey of dating or collecting data I feel like that person is going to take away sis is going to back away and even if that person may not back away or take away from me I have to identify toxic behavior on my end mm -hmm. in my thoughts and say, you know what? Wait a minute, Keisha. This is not healthy for you. I, a question for you. I think it's time for you to back away. Or, you know, to have that non-attachment. Mm -hmm. Which is actually 
healthier than being attached because I'm afraid of rejection or I may have some fear about being ghosted or I may have some fear about being abandoned. Mm-hmm. And I have experienced all of those in my past. And now that I know for me in my headspace, I want to get out of my head. So I'm going to say what I need to say to my friends and they're going to help me process. And then I'm going to take care of myself and ensure that I am in a healthy place for me. Mm -hmm. Because like earlier, Brittany was mentioning that she was saying that she's happy. She has joy and she wants somebody to add to it and not take away. Same for me. I am very content where I'm at in life and progressing towards the goals that I have that have placed that I have put in place. I am genuinely happy and I have a joy that nobody can take away from me. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like somebody comes into my life and they begin to gradually take away from me, it's the little thoughts that des- destroys the vines. Like, just nibble at it a little bit here, a little bit there. We don't notice that they're nibbling until the whole thing, that whole vine, that whole grape thing is gone. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, snaps. I'm feeling like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snaps. 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 <laughs> Somebody that took away from me. We need to fix this. But it's too late because now you realize your grapes is gone. Well, my grapes—they've <laughs> been crushed up and well, turned into wine. <laughs> turned into what? <laughs> These grapes is crushed up and turned into wine. Wine, wine. But no, but seriously, well, like it's 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 being able to be content in your current state. And honestly, I'm in a place where I'm content in my current state. And I even asked God, I'd be like, God, how is this going to work? Because I, I desire marriage. I desire kids. But then I questioned, like, how is this going to work in this day and age hmm. with the children part? Cheering. And then how is this going to work? Because I'm content in my singlehood my singleness, I'm happy, I have real joy, I have a peace, and I don't want to be disturbed. So, how that, what that look like? Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to learn and figure out how it looks like. What it look like? Because sis is over here loving herself. Sis is over here reach you know making goals Mm -hmm. achieving those goals you know by god's grace i was able to pass my exam on the first go around for my licensure that's a whole nother testimony within itself okay amen amen somebody it is so but how does that work what does it look like you said you had a question Brittany. what's the question what is your toxic trait Mm. or habit being in my head 
and making a narrative, mm. having a story that's not mm. even real or true. So being able to listen, when I tell y'all that I've came a long way, mm-hmm. I've came a long way. Sis not out here making narratives and stories in her head. And if I'm feeling something or some type of way, I'm confessing or I'm speaking on what I have going on in my head instead of letting it stay there. I get it out and I process it to help me get to that next because everything for me, I know that everything that I've gone through, it is for others as well, but is a lesson within it. And so now instead of looking at it as a task, I'm looking at it as, okay, God, what are you teaching me? What am I learning? What am I having to actually put to work? So everything that God has taught me from 2015 till now, I'm in a season where I'm actually putting all this stuff to work. Mm -hmm. Is it hard? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I, I have, God has given me wisdom. And he's given me understanding when it comes down to relationships and when it comes down to having boundaries. But I never had to put those things in place at the time because I wasn't collecting data. Mm -hmm. I wasn't dating. I was just kind of in my own zone and I was just writing down what was being given to me or fed to me um, in my quiet time or if I'm reaching out to my mentor, my mentors and things. Now I have to put this stuff, I have to implement this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's challenging. Of course, it's outside of your comfort zone. Completely outside of my comfort zone. But it's a good place for me to be. Mm-hmm. Because I'm continuing to learn about myself. I'm continuing to put these things that I have learned in place. Do y'all not know, like, do you not know, Brittany, how hard it is or... I shouldn't say hard, but how challenging it is to establish a boundary and then sustain it. Like it's easier to say, okay, I won't do this or I won't accept this. But to enforce that boundary, it's just like, ooh. Ooh, let them be fine. Let them be cute. I said said that. (laughs) Mm, Let them be attractive. Yeah. And it's like, do I really want to bend it? I've come to a place where it's like, no. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. You can connect with us on Instagram at Truth Love Light Podcast, or you can email us at truthlovelightpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again. Bye.